Al-Bayan Radio presents the following lesson from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo. Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man ihtada bihudah amma ba'd. My dearly respected brothers and sisters, we continue bi-idhnillahi ta'ala with the explanation of Al-Ha'iyya for the great Imam Abu Bakr ibn Abi Dawood al-Sijistani rahimahullah in his famous poem on Aqidah. And as we've mentioned, he is one of the Salaf, one of the pious predecessors. And the Shaykh or the Imam rahimahullah, after discussing the believers seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the next life, he then begins talking about those who deny this great virtue. Because there are people from the deviated sects who deny that the Muslim sees Allah azza wa jal in the next life, even though there are plenty of texts from the Qur'an and the Sunnah which prove that, which we have touched upon in the earlier lessons. And from the ones who were first to deny that Allah is seen in the next life are the Jahmiyyah. And this is who the great Imam Rahimahullah addresses in his next verses of poetry, where he said, Rahimahullah, وَقَدْ يُنْكِرُ الْجَهْمِيُّ هَذَا وَعِنْدَنَا بِمِصْدَاقِ مَا قُلْنَا حَدِيثٌ مُصَرِّحُ رَوَاهُ جَرِيرُ عَنْ مَقَالِ مُحَمَّدٍ فَقُلْ مِثْلَ مَا قَدْ قَالَ فِي ذَاكَ تَنْجَحُ He, rahimahullah, he said, regarding seeing Allah Azza wa Jal, and indeed, the jahmi, rejects this. He said, indeed, the Jahmi rejects this. However, we have a clarifying hadith as confirmation of what we say. We have a hadith that clarifies what we say and confirms it. Jarir narrated it from the statement of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa he then said, so say what he said concerning that issue and you will be successful. Say what the hadith said and you will be successful. So here, the great imam is talking about the Jahmiyyah. The Jahmiyyah who denied Allah's names and attributes and they denied that the Muslims will see Allah Azza wa Jal in the next life. Even though they have no evidence to support their claim. The Jahmiyyah, they denied that Allah can be seen in the next life, but they have no proof to support their claim. And this is the way of the people of desires the people of innovation always. 
All of their statements, all of their belief, what they believe from misguidance, there's no proof for it. They have no proof for it. It is just things that they have come up with from themselves. The Sheikh says, as for us, we have many reoccurring narrations, hadiths, many, to support this by way of a group of the Sahaba. Many a hadith from the Sahaba establishing that Allah Azza wa Jal will be seen in the next life, in the hereafter. And the great Imam Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah, he mentioned these ahadith in his famous book, Hadi al-Arwah, which is a book that speaks about the description of paradise. And in that book, he mentioned the many hadiths that affirm that Allah Azza wa Jal is seen in the next life. So the author here, he says, we have a hadith narrated by Jarir from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Jarir narrated it. And Jarir is Jarir ibn Abdullah radiallahu anhu, one of the famous sahaba who narrated a large number of hadiths from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And he is from among those who are known to narrate hadith. However, the Sheikh says, there were others from the Sahaba who also narrated the hadith of the Ru'ya, seeing Allah. It wasn't only Jarir. There's many hadiths from many companions who narrated that Rasulullah said that Allah will be seen in the next life. Like the famous hadith of the full moon, which we spoke about. He said, Jarir narrated it from the words of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And what this means is that Jarir has narrated that hadith from the words of Muhammad who is the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Therefore you, my brother and my sister, you must say, the, sh- the imam is telling us, you must say what the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said and you will be successful. And this is your methodology in life. That's your manhaj in life. To say what Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that's the path to success. Because once you say other than what the Prophet sallallahu said, you lead yourself to destruction. And you will be led astray. So the only path to success is to say what the Prophet ﷺ said in terms of deen. And do not oppose what he said. Never oppose what the Prophet ﷺ said or else you will be from the losers. There's no doubt about this. Because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he never spoke from his own whims and desires. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam never spoke from himself. As Allah azza wa jal said, وَمَا يَنْطِقُ عَنِ الْهَوَىٰ إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيٌ يُوحَىٰ He, 
meaning Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam never speaks from his own desire. It is only a revelation that is revealed. So whatever the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, you must accept, and you must not deny or reject or have doubt in it. Because the Prophet ﷺ only speaks what is revealed to him. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. After the great Imam, the author, refutes the Jahmiyyah for denying seeing Allah, he then refutes them again for denying the hands of Allah. Subhanallah, the Salaf, the pious predecessors who everyone claims to follow. Remember this, my brothers and sisters. Everyone who attributes themselves to Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah claims to follow the Salaf. But then you find the people of innovation, they completely oppose the Salaf in belief. So now, the great Imam, he refutes those who deny the hands of Allah Azza wa Jal. Where he said, وَقَدْ يُنْكِرُ الْجَهْمِيَّةُ أَيْضًا يَمِينَهُ وَكِلْتَ يَدَيْهِ بِالْفَوَادِلِ تَنْفَحُ He rahimahullah said, And certainly the Jahmi will deny his right hand as well. And certainly the Jahmi will deny his right hand, Allah's right hand as well. While both of his hands, both of Allah's hands are constantly full of virtue, giving. But this passage of the poem, again from the Salaf, affirming the hands of Allah Azza wa Jal, and refuting anyone who rejects that Allah Azza wa Jal has two hands, subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Shaykh says, a jahmi, is the one who follows the methodology of Al-Jaham ibn Safwan. For those who do not know who the Jahmiyyah are, the Jahmiyyah, my brothers and sisters, we've spoken about them a lot in our previous lessons and our previous books. The Jahmiyyah were the first sect to ever deny Allah's names and His attributes. And they are called Jahmiyyah because one of their founders, the main person of the sect, his name was Jaham ibn Safwan. Jaham Jahmiyyah. That's why they're called by that name. And they are a deviated sect who the Ummah has made takfir on them, the Jahmiyyah, they're not Muslim, due to their 
outright denying of Allah Azzawajal's names and his attributes. Every sect that came out denying or misinterpreting Allah's names and attributes, they are all considered an offshoot of the Jahmiyyah. Because the Jahmiyyah were the first to do it. And Jaham ibn Safwan was from the first. He was like the leader of the sect. But the biggest one of them was Ja'ad ibn Dirham. Al-Ja'ad ibn Dirham, he is the founder of the Jahmi sect. So you have Al-Ja'ad ibn Dirham, and then his student was Jaham ibn Safwan. Again, Al-Ja'ad ibn Dirham was the first man to deny Allah's names and attributes. Who took knowledge from him? Jaham ibn Safwan. The sect is called Jahmiyyah. After the student and not the teacher. Why? Excellent. Unahani. Because the student, Jaham ibn Safwan, is the one who spread the corruption that he learned from his teacher. He went and started spreading it. So the sect got attributed to him, the student. And both Ja'ad ibn Dirham and Jaham ibn Safwan were executed due to their corruption by the Khalifa. They were executed by the leaders. So this is an evil sect because they denied Allah's names and attributes. And here the great Imam is saying, and the Jahmi, those who follow the Jahmiya, also deny Allah's right hand because it's part of his attributes. So they deny it. He says, and certainly the Jahmi will deny, meaning the followers of Al-Jaham ibn Safwan, they denied Allah's beautiful names and perfect attributes. This is no doubt from his heinous methodology. But in reality, he has an evil methodology and approach to a number of affairs regarding Iman. The Jahmiya, my brothers and sisters, they are not only evil in the chapter of names and attributes. It is not only the asma wa sifat that they got corrupted in. They became corrupted in many, many, many doors of aqidah. Many. If not all of them. Because their foundation is corrupted. He says... And certainly, waqad means certainly here, that certainly the Jahmi will deny the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this word qad, it can sometimes mean that it can be, it can be. 
But the word qad can also mean certainly. And here it means certainly the jahmi will deny the names and attributes of the hands of Allah Azza wa Jal. For our aqeedah, my brothers and sisters, as Ahl sunnah wal Jama'ah, is that we affirm what Allah affirms for Himself. Do we affirm that Allah has hands? Yes, we do. Why? Because Allah affirmed them for Himself. In many verses and hadiths of the Prophet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has spoken about His hands many places. So it is our duty as Muslims and it is from the adab, our manners with Allah, that we affirm for Allah what He affirms for Himself. That's our belief. And we deny from Allah what Allah denies from Himself. This is the path of Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'ah. So Allah Azza wa Jal, He has attributes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has attributes. And Allah Azza wa Jal's attributes are two types. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's attributes are two types. You have sifat dhatiyah and you have sifat fa'liyah. You have attributes of his essence and you have attributes of his actions. So Allah Azza wa Jal, He has two types of attributes. Attributes of His that, meaning Himself. His essence, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then He has attributes which are actions. Some examples of both and the difference between both. What are they? For example, Allah Azza wa Jal's attributes are the attributes that are connected to His essence. Like His face. His face is part of Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's an attribute of His essence. His eyes. His hands. His feet. His shin. These are all attributes of essence because they are part of Allah Azza wa Jal. They are from Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are from His essence, His face, His eyes, His hands, and so forth. These we call them sifat dhatiyah, attributes of His essence. And the attributes of essence, these sifat dhatiyah, Allah Azza wa Jal always has them. He always has them. Allah always has His face. And Allah always has His eyes. And Allah always is hearing and seeing and so forth. The second type of attribute are the attribute of actions. Sifat fi'liya. They are the attributes which are actions that Allah Azza wa Jal has. Like for example, An-Nuzul, descending. Allah descends, as the hadith mentions, to the lowest heaven at the final third of every night. 
So al-nuzul descending is an attribute of action. It's an action that Allah Azza wa Jal does. Also, from the attributes of action are things like uh, creating, creating, or loving, or hating. These are attributes of actions. The difference between the attribute of actions and the attribute of his essence, we said the attribute of essence, Allah always has it. Always has his face, always has his eyes, always has his hands. The attribute of actions are connected to his mashia, his will, which means he performs them whenever he wants. So Allah Azza wa Jal loves when he wants and he doesn't when he wants. Allah Azza wa Jal descends when he wants and he doesn't descend when he wants. Speech is from his actions. Allah speaks when he wants and he doesn't speak when he wants. So this is the two types of sifat. And Allah has many attributes, my brothers and sisters. So you have his attribute of his that and you have his attributes of his af'al or sifatul fi'liya, the sifat of action. And the names of Allah are different to his attributes. Don't get the two mixed up. Allah has names and he has attributes. Every name of Allah, every name of Allah has an attribute with it. Pay attention. Every name of Allah has an attribute connected to that name. For example, Allah Azza wa Jal's name is Ar-Rahman. From that name is the attribute of Rahmah. Mercy. Yeah? So his name is Ar-Rahman. From that name, we take the attribute mercy. That's one of his attributes. Allah Azza wa Jal's name is Al-Aziz. The Almighty. From that name, we have his attribute of Izza, Might and power. Allah's name, what else? Allah Azza wa Jal from his names is what? Al-Qadir, the all-capable. And we get the attribute Al-Qudra from that name. So every name has an attribute, but the opposite doesn't apply. Not every attribute of Allah has a name. Every name has an attribute. But not every attribute has a name. Repeat it the third time. Every name of Allah has an attribute with it. But not every attribute has a name with it. For example, 
from Allah's attributes is anger. Does Allah get angry? He does. He's mentioned in the Quran that he gets angry. So that's an attribute of Allah. But Allah does not have a name, the angry. Yeah? From Allah's attributes is al-makr, plotting. وَيَمْكُرُونَ وَيَمْكُرُ اللَّهِ They plot and plan and Allah plots and plans. So it's one of his attributes. But he doesn't have a name. The plotting or the plotter. So every name has an attribute, but not every attribute has a name. Is this understood? Did anyone not understand what we just spoke about? So how many types of attributes does Allah have? What are the types of attributes Allah has? How many types are they? Two. What are they? Excellent. The attributes of essence and the attributes of actions. And what's the difference between the two? Excellent. He does it when he wills, connected to his Mashiach. Excellent, very good. Insha'Allah, in our next lesson, we will continue because now the Imam is going through the Sifat of Allah Azza wa Jal. So it's important that we touch up on this uh, small foundation regarding Allah Azza wa Jal's names and his attributes. Wallahu alam wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. This program was presented by Al Bayan Radio, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah.